Welcome to the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I am your host, Dale Lally, and, well, the Steelers' 53-man roster is set, but not without a couple of trades, which I uh, thought was going to happen, or a couple of roster moves that I thought were going to happen. Steelers going out uh, early on Tuesday morning and making a trade to acquire uh, linebacker Malik Reed from the Denver Broncos. He's a 26-year-old edge rusher. Uh, and the Steelers uh, giving up a uh, sixth-round pick for Reed and a seventh-round pick. So essentially, they flopped, flip-flopped uh, draft choices with the Denver Broncos next year in the later rounds, and they get Malik Reed. And uh, well, he has a base salary of two point four three million dollars this year. Uh, but that is a, he's a guy that in the, over the last two seasons in limited duty has thirteen sacks. Uh, the former Nevada star, and so. You look at that, and uh, that's an obvious upgrade. Uh, the Steelers uh, certainly getting a guy there um, who, you know, if if uh, something were to happen to T.J. Watt or Alex Highsmith, has shown he can rush the passer. Uh, in 2020, uh, Malik Reed had uh, eight sacks that season in a full-time duty for the uh, for the Denver Broncos. So, uh, you know, a guy that uh, certainly can can play in this uh, at this level in in this league, and so. You know, I, I think you look at that as a win for the Steelers, most certainly uh, adding to that outside linebacker room, that edge rusher room. Uh, started 13 games for the, the Broncos again last year and had five sacks uh, to go along with 43 tackles. Uh, so he's a guy that started 26 games over the last two seasons, also started eight games as a rookie in uh, in 2019 and, and has 15 sacks, 123 tackles. 15 tackles for a loss. And uh, in, in that 2020 season, not only did he have eight sacks, he had 17 quarterback hits. Kind of surprising that the Broncos would would uh, move on from this guy, but I get it. It's a new coaching staff, uh, a new uh, defensive uh, philosophy there. And so, um, you know, getting a guy like a Malik Reed, uh, you know, for basically swapping picks and, you know, the price tag is not that great. It's, it's a pretty good uh, situation for the Steelers. Now, he's only signed for this year. Um, so we'll see what happens with that down the road. But but uh, not a bad deal there for the Steelers on that one. The Jesse Davis deal, um, the Steelers get him his base salary this year, just $1.25 million. Um, he has a, a two, $200,000 roster bonus. Um and I, I'm not sure exactly if the if the Bronco or if the Vikings are going to pay that one, or if it, the Steelers will have to have to do it. But certainly they're going to get him at less than 1.5 million dollars. And this is a guy now he'll turn 31 uh, here in a, in a, well just a few days actually. Uh, but you're talking about a guy with 63 career starts. He's played right tackle. He's played right guard. He's played left guard. Uh, and so, you know, the Steelers uh, getting a guy here um, who's played a lot of football in the league. Uh, in 2021, he played over a thousand snaps for the Miami Dolphins, uh, started 16 games, appeared in 17, played 91% of the team's snaps last season. So, uh, you know, you're getting a guy here who's certainly um, an upgrade. I know a lot of people, uh, we're, we're kind of surprised that the uh, Steelers let some of the offensive linemen go. John LeGlue and, and Joe Haig both were released. Uh, I would expect at least one of those two guys to be back um, later this week. 
probably Hague. Uh, and so, but you, you've, you've now, you know, acquired some pretty good depth on that offensive line as well. And a guy who's not just depth, but who has started games in the league. So, you know, if something happens here with say, let's say, uh, you know, we, we still see, um, I don't know, Kevin Dotson or Dan Moore continue to, you know, they, they struggle on that left side. Well, now you've got a guy, and I'm not going to say that, that, uh, you know, Jesse Davis is going to step in and play for Dan Moore, but they could move Chukchakora for over to left tackle and put Jesse Davis in at right tackle. And now all of a sudden your line, maybe that's not a bad mix for that line. Uh, you know, Korafor, I thought, had a really good uh, preseason. I know he had a holding game, a penalty in the, in the last uh, preseason game. That's going to happen. But he was pretty solid. And, and the Steelers view him as a guy who's capable of playing left tackle in this league. Remember, when they started training camp last year, the idea was for a core for to be the left tackle. And then when it became apparent that Zach Banner wasn't going to be able to go, they went with Dan Moore at left tackle because that's where he had played most of his snaps at in training camp. They had just moved him over to the right tackle position when Zach Banner uh, couldn't go anymore. And so instead of having Dan Moore settle in there and a core four on the left side, they just kept Dan Moore on the left side where he'd spent the first three weeks of training camp. So that's still a possibility there. But the Steelers certainly improved their depth at both offensive line and at outside linebacker with the two moves that they made on, on this day. So if you start looking at the roster, uh, the quarterbacks, we know who those are. They kept Mitch Trubisky, somewhat surprising, but, you know, I mean, they are a three-quarterback team. That's what they believe in as a franchise, keeping three quarterbacks. Anthony McFarlane got cut at running back, so it's Najee Harris, Benny Snell, Jalen Warren, Derek Watt. Wouldn't surprise me if they try to bring Anthony McFarlane back on their practice squad. I said they eight offensive linemen, three tight ends. We know who those are. Seven wide receivers, though. Miles Boykin, Calvin Austin, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, Gunnar Olszewski, George Pickens, and Steven Sims. That was a little curious. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, something's going to happen there at that position. Um, we'll see, you know, if maybe Calvin Austin does start the season on injured reserve. That's a possibility. He didn't play at all in the preseason. He's a fourth-round pick. They're not going to release him. So it wouldn't be a surprise if he does. I didn't play. I didn't play a single game in the preseason. He's a rookie. You don't know what he is. I think they have a pretty good idea of what he can do for this team. But do you want to line up against the Bengals in week one with a guy who didn't play a rookie who didn't play a single game in the preseason? You don't know what that's going to look like. On the defensive line, they also kept seven guys. Montrevis Adams, Tyson Alulu, Cam Hayward, DeMarvin Leal, Isaiah Loudermilk. Larry Ogan, Joby, and Chris Wormley. That's a tough one. That's a tough cut. I, you know, I, I had them releasing Montrevious Adams. We're you know, trying to maybe put him on injury reserve. I don't think that happens now. Um, you know, so we'll see what happens there at that defensive line position. At linebacker, they only kept eight guys right now. Uh, I would expect that maybe you see Marcus Allen come back into the equation there. Because it's Devin Bush, Alex Highsmith, Miles Jack, Malik Reed, Mark Robinson, Robert Spillane, Derek Tuska, and TJ Watt. 
And, you know, they feel pretty good at the inside backer position with those top three guys. I know for a lot of fans don't, but they do. Uh, and Mark Robinson's just not ready to play yet. He just isn't. He needs to, he needs to get a little more ingrained in the defense and what's being asked of him. And then an outside linebacker, you have Watt, Tuska, uh, Highsmith, and now Malik Reed. That's not a bad group. I mean, you know, that pushes Tuska down to the number four. And that's not a bad thing. And then finally, uh, in the defensive backfield, Terrell Edmonds, Micah Fitzpatrick, Devontae KZ, Miles Killebrew, Arthur Millette, Trey Norwood, James Pierre, Cam Sutton, Levi Wallace, and Akello Weatherspoon, with your specialists being Chris Boswell, Presley Harvin, and Christian Kuntz. Um, so, so that's your roster. That's what it looks like as we uh, head into, well, as we come out of Tuesday. Again, I would expect some things to uh, change there over the next couple of days as the Steelers continue to make a few roster moves. Got a chance to talk to the offensive and defensive coordinators today. We'll talk about what they had to say when we come back. This is the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. Dale Lally. This is the Dale Lally show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. And, uh, you know, as we mentioned, um, got the chances to uh, talk to uh, Terrell Austin, the Steelers defensive coordinator, and Matt Canada today, uh, their offensive coordinator. And uh, not surprisingly, Mike Tomlin spoke as well, as did Mitch Trubisky. Nobody's talking about who the Steelers starting quarterback is going to be. Nobody's giving that information up. Uh, all three guys were asked, uh, Trubisky, Tomlin and, uh, and Canada, nobody's going to give up that information, but I think we know who it's going to be at this point. Uh, that's, that's become pretty clear, but I did want to talk about some things that Terrell Austin had to say. Um, and, and this was involving DeMonte KZ and KZ's on the 53 man roster right now. Um, He'll be placed on injured reserve, but he'll have a chance to return um, a little bit, uh, uh, you know, into this season. I would expect, you know, it, it's a fractured forearm. Um, you're looking at probably a, a six-week injury there. Well, he did it uh, two weeks before the season starts. So that brings him back sometime at the end of September and early October. And that's a big deal for the Steelers because they had a plan to use him. And, uh, you know, Terrell Austin was asked about that uh, today. And he said, you know, has DeMonte Casey's injury, uh, does that affect you guys, what you may have wanted to do schematically? Um, He said, no, we're going to do what we have to do. We know it's a next man up principle here. And so we'll find somebody else to fill that job. However we do it, it might be with another safety. It might be with another body. It might be a corner. I don't know how we'll, we'll do it, but we'll fill that role and we'll fill that stuff we need to do to get done with someone else. And he was asked about a couple of different guys there. And more, most importantly, he said, you know, the reason why you guys were, were doing that, was that because, uh, you know, you wanted to, uh, to get Minka Fitzpatrick uh, the ability to ball hunt a little more? 
He said, I think it wasn't a desire to get Minka to ball hunt. It was a desire to get a really good football player on the field. I think KZ is a good football player. And that's really what it was uh, to try to get our best players and put them in a position to make some good plays. Uh, obviously, the added bonus of that was it freed Mink up a little bit more. But like you said, like, you know, I, I said, we'll figure out what we have to do and where we need to get to get to to do some of that role. But right now, that's still under discussion. And he said, and he was asked, do you need to get Mink freed up a little bit more? And he said, well, he looks good when he's freed up. And that's the main part of this. Uh, when the Steelers rolled out there with that three safety defense with KZ at free safety next to Terrell Edmonds, and then the, you get Minka Fitzpatrick up at the line of scrimmage. That was something they worked on quite a bit in training camp. But one of the other options that they had there to do that in that defense, which allows them then instead to get both of their, their, their big physical outside corners on the field, is put Cam Sutton at free safety. And he's capable of doing that. And then you can have Akello Weatherspoon and Levi Wallace on the outside with Minka Fitzpatrick playing in the slot. I think that's the way the Steelers will go with this, at least initially, to see what that looks like. I know they could put Trey Norwood back there. They could do some other things to put somebody else back at free safety. But I kind of like Cam Sutton back there until KZ is back. And that defense is going to be a big part of what the Steelers do here. They like having Minka Fitzpatrick in the slot there. He gives them good blitzing ability. Uh, he's a strong tackler. Get him up in the box. It helps your run defense a little bit. And it makes him gives him the ability to maybe ball hunt a little bit more, which is what they want to do with him. We'll continue to see how this whole thing plays out here over the next few weeks. Uh, of course, the Steelers don't play another game here until – uh, September 11th. So they get some time to adjust and do some things with that. But that's going to do it for the Dale Lally show today here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I'll be back again to talk with you tomorrow. We'll see what kind of uh, roster moves the Steelers make between now and then. But you can listen to all of our shows here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. It's the shows on the Pirates, the Steelers, the Penguins, Pitt, Penn State. Of course, both teams open up their uh, play this week in college football. Kind of a big deal. Uh, you can listen to all those shows here on the podcast network. And of course, you can read everything we have to say about what's going on with those teams as well on DKPittsburghSports.com. I'll talk to you tomorrow.